0: Welcome to the third conversation between Nadia and I on imported baggage, and we're here today talking about women and everything there is to know. and small about women, no?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, you ain't got that
0: kind of time. <laughs> no, <right>? Yeah, <laughs> this is clock us out. You know, no, but um, we're here today to talk about a really interesting woman, and and. Why don't we know more about this interesting woman? We're talking about Khadija, yeah. the wife of the Prophet Muhammad. Um, and I find it interesting that during the research that I did to to have this this episode and the research that Naya provided me, that I didn't know as much as I, you know, I consider myself a fairly learned human being. But No, there was so much i did not know about this woman there was so much that should be known about this woman and and she needs to you know she needs to take her rightful place in the pantheon (laughs) you know just like
1: i mean i don't know that she can because islam is so misogynistic and that is a
0: part of the issue in in and of itself yeah yeah but you know let's talk a little bit about tell us a little bit about you know uh Khadija and how you came about to know about her and, and we'll go from there
1: so Khadija entered my life when my parents started getting divorced so as we talked about in episode 1 um mom went on this you need god kick when my dad left and I was we were I was 12 um and my family ostracized us. Um, my father's side of the family stopped talking to us. My mom's side of the family struggled very much with how to handle the fact that we were, I keep saying we were getting divorced, but it really happened to all of us. Right. Um, it's
0: uh, one person, it's the family actually.
1: Well, yeah, the family The family <laughs> didn't have to break the way it did, but man, did it break, yeah. you know? Um, So so we all we got divorced Um, and when people would talk about my mom and say, you know, I can't believe she's doing this. I can't believe she didn't make it work. You know, she had like she I I guess the way the community treated her, she should have like a scarlet D on her shirt, you know, like just be marked for life. she brought up Khadijah. She's like, "Well, the Prophet married a woman who got divorced," and I'm like, "Ding ding 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 ding!" You know, like first you're telling me that divorce is allowed in Islam, then you're telling me the Prophet, who we're supposed to base our lives on, which is what I was told, it reads differently in the Quran. We'll discuss that someday, but married a divorcee, and then my mom starts her own business to pay the bills she doesn't feel like her english is strong enough to have a a a job a w-2 job so she starts her own business and then she's like khadija ran her own business and i'm like who is where do i get this story and so she started telling me Um, She was divorced. She was a business owner. She was 20 years older than the prophet. She approached him for marriage. And I, I wanted to pull a Chris Rock on mom. Like I wanted to grab her and just shake the shit out of her. And I'm like, do you understand you're free? Do you understand this example exists for you and you don't have to worry about what society is gonna say, what the Pakistani community is gonna say. You have example one on your side, the woman, the prophet married. And she's like, yeah, no, that's not how people see it. Cause I asked her, I said, are you gonna get remarried? And she's like, I can't unless my father or my brothers find me somebody. And I was like, or you could be like her. So the way I understood it was Khadija had a business. um, Prophet Muhammad was working for her business and she saw him and was like, hello. And he was 25 and she was 45. And um, also 45 in those days, what are we talking like the 600s? Good Lord. Um, And then, um, she had somebody talk to him and approach him about marriage. And so in my research, and I think you read it also in your research that he had a reputation for being very honest. She was a trader, um, trader with a D not a T and um, he it, was was fair dealing with everybody, and got a reputation for being honest and uh, honoring his word, kind of thing. And she liked that. And then he was, I guess, cute. I don't know because there are no pictures. Um, so I'm I'm listening to this story, and I'm like, why, why isn't this our saving grace? Why isn't this the example that we hold up in front of everybody and say no? you don't get to treat us like <laughs> redheaded stepchildren. Sorry, redheaded stepchildren, um, because it's okay. Clearly it's sanctioned, clearly. But then later on, when I go and I read the Quran, she's not in there.
0: So let's talk about that
1: really quick. Why is okay. she in the Quran?
0: Because it was written by men. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. No, but I there has, be, there has to be some sort of systematic, you know, some sort of pre-programmed idea that she cannot be in the Quran. So I'm curious as to what you think that is. And then also, how do, you know, how do Shia and how do Sunni see her differently? Or do they see her
1: differently? Oh, um, man. Um... So I think the reason Khadija gets cut out is because um, she passes away before he really starts to make his mark as a religious leader. Mm -hmm. However, he wouldn't have been a religious leader if it wasn't for her. So he starts um, having visions and going into trances and believing that he's Seeing Angel, Gabriel, and he comes and he tells his wife. And and wife? <laughs> Khadija. Mm-hmm. And so and she believes him mm-hmm. and and tells him it must be true. She supports him. Right. And maybe maybe she's the beginning of behind every great man there's a woman. Maybe it starts with her, because you know he won't go and do shit. If she came back and she was like shut up and go to work, it'd be over. There'd be no Islam, right? Like she would have put the lockdown on that, it'd be done. Right. But she supported making him
0: first, making her the first Muslim.
1: Right. Because she believed and encouraged him and started to follow him. And what he was saying, he was told Khadija is the first Muslim, Mm -hmm. the first believer Mm -hmm. um, of Muhammad. And so. But before I think before and this is where Islamic history comes in, and I don't know it. Well, I know hearsay. I have an uncle who's a professor of Islamic history who's probably gonna hear this and throw something um, at his audio source. And sorry, but um, I don't know. My The only thing I can think of is it, it, she left the scene. She passed away before anything um, major happened in, uh, the spread of the word of Islam and then after she passed he married several other women but she was his only wife until her passing. Right so it's um, interesting
0: that he had a he had he was monogamous. Yes. So to, to his wife that was 20 plus
1: years his senior. Yes. You know, and but doesn't that in your mind make you think she was just a bad ass? Like, look at, I mean, she's running a business. She's a cougar. And then she's like, there was no way he was going to come to her and be like, so God said I could have more than one wife. She would, again, would have put the lockdown on that and been like, uh, no, let me explain to you what you can and cannot do. You can go tell Gabriel, I said you can't have more than one wife. So I, but then. The flip side of that being then her support must have been so strong. Right. Look at what her support enabled him Mm -hmm. to do and be and believe. Um, To include her in the story of the Quran would be to honor women in a way that men don't do especially men of that time, but even men today, don't do. Mm. So they, women are included in the Quran in terms of equity, property ownership, being able to initiate a divorce, um, being treated fairly, being able to leave an abusive relationship. Um, All of those things are in the Quran. They're not focused on, but that's about equity and justice. Veneration and honor and respect is not included. And if you include her story, it would be implied. It would, it would exist. And I think that's why it's she's not included. He's what do
0: you think she means to a generation of or or generations of young Muslim women that if they knew this story, you know, how do you think? You you came by this story, you know, by happenstance, because your mother, you know... Got the, mad. The, yeah, the she got mad
1: and, and was like, mom got mad that she was being treated unfairly, not to the point where she fought it, mm-hmm. but to the point where... So Khadija's like a secret we all hold in our hearts, mm-hmm. that we know the prophet wasn't like this we know the men are screwing this up and this is a secret honey that you hold inside so that you can have faith in god the real god and the real message while these men are screwing all of this up and you just have to live with it because that's the culture
0: see and that that's that right there is the i don't know i guess the secret sauce that bothers me you know the the because it 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 likens to the the struggles that most African Americans have had in the respect that we know things aren't supposed to be the way that they are, you know. But the the Constitution says this, but this, but we live in a world that's supposed to be just, but it's not just, right? You know? And it's right. just it's it's interesting that you know. You find that the relationships that women share in the in the Quran aren't as it it, is the fact that there are no women in the Quran, you know, as far as that's concerned. She's not in the Quran and in the way that she should be. Right. And she's not revered in the way that she should be.
1: Right. You know, she's not she's not honored. And and she should be um But the the, this speaks to the entitlement, like when you believe your wife has to support you, then when she supports you, do you honor that?
0: You should. Absolutely. Your
1: door, your door is supposed to open when you open the door. You know what I'm saying? You're not like, Mm -hmm. thank you, door. You're like, no door. You did your job. Right. Mm -hmm. I locked the dishwasher and it turns on. That's what it's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So when women are regarded as property, or regarded with such um, wide open roles. It, it's one thing. So like a man's, a man's supposed to be a provider, right? And you're supposed to provide a home and, and back in the day, okay, mm-hmm. you're supposed to provide a home and food and and these things, the better the provider, the more you're honored, right? And then he's a great provider and he does a really good job. And then if he doesn't provide that well, then he feels like less of a man and people look down on him. His family might look down on him. Women also, you're supposed to follow, respect and honor your man. And so the fact that she did, and it's such a given in that time, maybe that's why they didn't include her story because they were like, she did what she was supposed to do. You're supposed to believe your man when he comes home and says he's talking to angels and wants to guide everybody to only believe in one God in a polytheistic society. That's Tuesday. <laughs> you know, and so they're, may, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't know they were leaving her out. Whereas now women have carved out enough of themselves to say, I don't actually have to. Yeah, but
0: Now indeed, you have
1: to earn it
0: here's the difference. I call that bullshit. And I'll, okay. i because, and I understand times are different. I understand things were different. I, under, I I get it, you know, mm-hmm. but if you're, if you're not taught to be a good person, you're not going to be a good person or you're going to do what you try to do. You know, you're going to be that person who you, who you think in your mind you're supposed to. be. hmm I have an issue with because to me what you just said is a is that little bit of scapegoat for the people that that aren't, you know, good people. If you knew that your woman was a good woman and she held you down when your ass was seeing, you know, visions and shit like that, it's not Tuesday. It's wow, this woman <laughs> has gone above and beyond. Right. You know, regardless of you know all of the the crazy shit I'm telling her, you know and and I'm not saying that that Muhammad put together the Quran. I'm saying that those who who put it together looked at his story instead of his story, he only became Muhammad from here. Mhm. You know, mm-hmm. all of this that mm-hmm. led him to where he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we ain't covering all of that.
1: Right. Yeah. There's yeah. no prequel.
0: Yeah. You know. Right. It's just like just They're, they
1: yeah. did episodes four, five, and six. They didn't go back and do episodes <laughs> they, they, one, they
0: two, much, and three. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's like no, you can't you can't do that. You know because that what makes you who you are leads you to where you will be. You know
1: so. I can't I don't want to give They did give um that that. the I hear you. I'm I totally agree. She was taken for granted and anytime um the the Quran was memorized. So he would go into trances the people okay. around him would right they would memorize it right. then it, it, they taught it to the next generation. And then I think the, it was the third generation that got together and okay. wrote it down. Okay. Right. So that's the ultimate game of telephone. That's a, that's a what, 60 year game of telephone. (laughs) So I don't, I don't take the Quran as the word of God. I take it as the remembrance of a bunch of men who tried their best to remember the message, which is why I follow what's repeated. But the one-offs in the Quran, I think are really dangerous because you don't know. But if it's said 16, 17, 25 times, I can get with that. Like Moses and Pharaoh over and over and over and over. Okay, I get it. But the like the two references about the dog, get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not, it's not a thing. So the Quran mentions um, Aisha, mm-hmm. who uh, was one of the later wives. And she wrote um, some hadith, some of the stories of his life later. And people call her his favorite, which is why practically every Brown family has an Aisha. We have two, three in mine. Um, I just met <laughs> now. I'm thinking of the Lion King. There's one in every family sire, two in mine, actually. Sorry. Um, so yeah, so she was held up as his favorite. She was very pious. There's a story in the Quran about um, uh, the prophet's wives shouldn't flirt. The prophet's wives should speak carefully to followers um, because they're setting an example and they should be modest. And it says the prophet's wives, but then obviously that's got taken out too. All women should behave that way, which of course my answer. Dating?
0: Do you think probably? You know, you know where I'm going, right?
1: Oh yeah, um, go of,
0: yeah. Of where the whole modesty and the whole, you know, covering and veiling and burkas and shabakamis and you know all of these. Do you think that's the impetus for that? Because if that's the impetus for that, why can't we say the impetus for? Muhammad being who he was starts here. You know what I'm saying? You know, you
1: can Well, because uh, no, no, they're picking the same point in time.
0: But my point is you're picking, you're picking the points in time. You're you're not saying, okay, this is the story. You're saying no, this is the story. You know,
1: but this is this is selection, right? So if you want to tell people that you should behave like the prophet's wives. Then at that point in time, that's the behavior of the prophet that the men should be following, at which point in time he had more than one wife. He was also waging war. There was strife. There was there was fighting. There was killing. And so the men are like, um, here. Right. This is this is the go point. And I understand what you're saying. Like if to understand the man, you got to understand where the man comes from. But he had such a he had such a transformation that there really is like pre-Gabriel and post-Gabriel Muhammad that they're like, well, we'll just take post Gabriel and we don't care about pre-Gabriel. But the fact that he was honorable and trustworthy and just is why he was tapped
0: to Gabriel. (laughs) <laughs> you know right what Right. you know that's what yes I say. this is yes. what led to gabriel
1: it's yes not, oh gabriel just like mm, i'm gonna choose that yeah one. it wasn't it wasn't the rollerball lotto thing <laughs> yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. picked an arrow <laughs> yeah no no I, I i'm totally with you i totally agree um but yeah they and and the quran says a woman should be modest to bring honor to her family. And then when she gets married, bring honor to her husband. So when I was married to a Caucasian Canadian, he's like, Oh, you can honor me in a mini skirt. I love your legs. And I was like, no, I can't what. And he's like, husband, we're married. I converted to Islam to marry you. We got married in front of an imam. Put the, Listen, girl, mini skirt with the heels. And I put it on. And I, because I mean, I like my legs too, but like, it was weird for a second, and I'm like, am I? Wait, is this? I think he's right, <laughs> you know? Um, but it it's very much like, it, it puts the, the head of the family in charge of the women and the head of the family is a man because that's how the society is structured. Um, and fathers control their daughters. I mean, you've you know, <laughs> I know how you feel about my daughter in a crop top. <laughs> your eyes burn in your head. So, you know, this is where it all kind of comes into play. And and the the book I read about the prophet's life when they talked about it was pitched that women should cover themselves because so that men don't covet you. It's to help men stay pious. It's not because the women are less than, it's because the men are dogs that you have to cover yourself. And that's why the women have to pray in the back because during prayer, when you bend down, right? You're showing your booty and they want the men to be able to focus on prayer and not on the booty. So the women have to pray in the back, not because they're less than, but because men are less than and can't control themselves to which I'm like, yeah, you just need to write some laws where you beat the shit out of men for coming after a woman. And this would have been done hundreds of years ago. But they made it the women's responsibility with, like every other fucking thing a man needs done. Just make it a woman's responsibility. Okay, yeah, we're going we're gonna to bypass that right there and uh, head to the next
0: topic. Yes, um, Khadija, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so. As far as, as as, let's talk about her, her as a businesswoman, you know, a little bit. Let's talk about, you know. I
1: don't think she built the, she inherited the business.
0: She inherited the business. Again. She ran more than one business. She ran the trading business, but she also ran where, where people would go on pilgrimage. She sent people, you know, to, to she never went on the pilgrimages. She sent people, she hired people to go on to the pilgrimage pilgrimages with them, you know, on her behalf and, and stuff like that. And she did a lot of, you know, she placed a lot of faith in the people that worked with her, which is why I think the relationship, you know, she, when she found Muhammad she was looking that's what she was looking for she was looking for someone that you know she could have that in that innate faith in you know and then that person you know carries on and so on and so forth but women you know women today are starting businesses and right you know and yes we are yeah they have to you know find some of the same qualities and some of the same relationships you know and I'm just saying that I think that it would have been interesting to have this as an example, as opposed to finding this, you know, you know, a yeah. um, thousand plus years later, you know, yeah. uh, had this been an example of, been women working together, you know, and a woman being, you know, the head, you know, it would have been, in my mind, it would have been a lot more inclusive. It would have been a lot better story. It would have said a lot
1: about relationships it would have said a lot about there's a lot of pressure on men too it's not that um I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to piss off my feminist sisters but no not but the being
0: episode is about women so you
1: know uh, yeah I I just feel like there's as much as the society keeps women down um in terms of being responsible for how much they show their bodies and then you know, not being able to have a career, only being, you know, not I don't want to say not being able because that's not true anymore. It's just really hard still for a lot of women to um, push out of cultural biases and stigma and pressure. Right. So because everybody's like, oh, well, a woman can go to school. You can. Yes. A woman can go to school lawfully but when at your dinner table you're told you can't over and over and over or you can only be a doctor or you can only study this or you can only go to college until you get married there's no law that controls pressure from a family right and that's that's a hurdle a lot of women are still facing so khadija could help them Again, like I wanted my mom to hold her up and say, look, it it exists already. It's already sanctioned by the person that you say we're supposed to follow. This is what Muhammad chose. Because, you know, what are people going to say if you run a business? What are people going to say if you have they're going to say I'm like her? But we don't have a picture of her. We don't know who she was other than you know where we're putting it together um from different sources because she wasn't preserved her story wasn't preserved but isn't isn't that true for mary
0: um mary mother of
1: Mag- mary magdalene yeah
0: There's, that, that's an interesting story we'll say for another time okay but, but yeah that that is partly true for Mary okay um the woman who brought Jesus into the world but no not that no the very mother of God the mother no of, not the, joseph, joseph no oh which which Mary oh the one he married yes oh oh okay Mary, the, the
1: Magdalene. Mary, Mary, Mary Magdalene. Okay. Yes. yes.
0: Oh, no, she's not in
1: the Bible at all. Right. True? Well, that's not true. She's Didn't she have a gospel? And the, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, right. So, I mean, it's not like cutting women out new. Um, a Science has done it for hundreds of years, also. it's It's a mentality, it's an entitlement. Well,
0: I think we've talked about this. We, I think the, to wrap this up, I think she's a she would have been a much more pivotal pivotal character in the history of not just the Islamic world but the history of the world. Yeah, had had the opportunity for, to hear her story and know her story been given as opposed to covered up. Um, yeah, I think that you know women today would have. Not necessarily an easier time, but they would have an example to go to, you know, um, especially if it were written down and she was revered the way that she should have been revered. And I think that a lot of us could have, you know, could have learned about this amazing woman, you know, um, and, you know, maybe honor her the way that she should have been honored, you know, or should be honored still, not just should have, should be honored to this day um so your final
1: thoughts i i mean it's never too late right right and we can you know people can learn more maybe we can put some resources available to people we'll have to vet them but maybe Mm -hmm. we should do that and and encourage people to learn more of the the Hidden Treasures, possibly. I also love that Queen Latifah played Khadija in Living Single. Thank mm-hmm. you, Queen. You know, that was, I loved hearing that name. In that. that's the reason I started watching that show. Oh, really? Actually, yes.
0: Did you know Khadija I, is a very prominent name in the African-American community.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I didn't experience that growing up. But I turned the TV on and somebody said Khadija. And I was like, oh, er? And kind of sat up. I watched that whole damn show. Plus it was Tootie um, from... from <laughs> she's, exactly. She was grown and I was like, Tootie, <laughs> what is you doing? So yeah, I watched the whole
0: range, thing.
1: Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was very grateful for that.
0: Mm, okay. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate everyone who actually listens to these. Um, uh, you're going to find that we, 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 have, we haven't started putting up our places for comments and, and things like that yet. But once we do, we know we're going to get a lot of feedback, you know, from people. And, and um, we appreciate everything that people say. And good and bad because it helps us grow. Well. So thanks for tuning in and um, see you on the flip side. Say
1: goodbye, Nadi. Bye, Nadi. Music for this podcast brought to you by bensound.com. Thank you for listening today. Hey, be a part of the podcast, our movement. Follow us on Instagram at High Octane Media ENT or on Facebook at High Octane Media and Entertainment. You can also find us on YouTube at yep, you guessed it, High Octane Media and Entertainment. If you want to leave a comment or have a show idea, use one of the socials. Or if you really can't get enough of us and you want to join us for one of our live shows, find us at highoctane.business/media-events. Thank you for bringing us into your lives and sharing in ours. Take care and come back again soon.